Here we go. The Motzi Yomtiv, the Motzi Yomtiv, they would do their uh, renovations and they would build the Ezra. They would, we'll see soon what they built, but they did some major tikkunim in the base of Migdosh. My tikkun God, was a tikkun God they made. Amar Eber Elazar, Ka'isah Shani, is that, it's like that which was taught to us. Chalaka Ha'isah Brishona, the area around the Ezra's Nashim was kind of smooth originally. Vikifua Gzuz Tara. Uh, and they made a basically a balcony. And they made a takana, the women had to sit above. And men were below. Before they built the balcony, they had to figure out how to deal with the women. So what they did was, is they had the nashim, the women would be inside, as was nashim. But the men would be outside the actual structure of the base of Midrash on Harabayas. Well, you buy in the day, Kalos Rosh, but unfortunately it led to frivolity and inappropriate behavior because they still had access to each other. So what did they do at that point? The were outside and were inside. But Daino, you buy in the day, Kalos Rosh, still came to inappropriate behavior. And therefore, finally, they made it that the women were above and the men were below. And I'm assuming they had the access to it in a way they didn't have to mingle with each other. And um, that's what they had over there. So Heiki Abed this this is an answer to those people. I still remember uh, one of the uh, uh, stressful days is that a rumor started at the beginning of the new building in McCord that the front entrance was for men and the back entrance was for women. And uh, I don't know if you remember that, Stan. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they didn't, people didn't enjoy that. Uh, so again, that, that wasn't uh, something we felt was necessary right now, and we're not dealing with hundreds of thousands of people like that in the base of Migdash, but we see clearly that uh, there they had to do major renovations in order to avoid the mingling of men and women, because it was leading to problems, and therefore they built the Ezra's Nashri on top and the men's section below. Says the Gemara Vait, yes? No, no, no. They, they they built it new every time. Okay. Yeah, every year. Every. So they took it down after Sukkot. That's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When we were in the Mishnah, I mentioned the idea also is that uh, it was definitely mostly built already before Sukkot. It sounds like here they're building it all during Cholamoid, but that's just an impossible feat. Also, just to have everyone there and doing all the building, and it was built. Um, it was built earlier. Okay, here we go. Zak de Gemara. Zak de but how were they able to do these renovations? So <clears throat> the Pasuk says that Kodesh uh, Baruch gave guidance exactly how to build the Beis HaMikdash. If you look at the Rashi in the bottom, it says, the entire Malacha of the structure, the blueprint of the Beis HaMikdash. It's all Nevoah that tells exactly how to build the Beis HaMikdash. So how in the world do we come along? We're like, no, Hashem, you really got it wrong. Let me let me do some renovations over here and fix it up. How can we do such a thing? So Amarav Kra Ashkechuvedarish. They found a pasuk and darshan to to teach them that in fact they were doing the right thing by doing renovations. What was that pasuk that they found? The pasuk they found was as follows: the Safta Aris Mishpachas Mishpachas Levad. That the pasuk says in this is a pasuk in Zechariah Zechariah. That the Safta Aris, the land, was giving a Hespid, Mishpachas, Mishpachas Levad. But when the Hespid was being given, the families were all standing separately. Mishpachas Beis David Levad, Unashem Levad. What does that mean? The family of Beis David was standing alone, and their wives were standing alone. And they said, they said the following Amru. We'll discuss soon. Was this the Levaya of the Yitzhahara? Was this the Levaya of Mashiach and Yosef? But the point being. 
by not asking the same kasha on what Hordus did? Was that something different? I think what he did was different only because it was a beautification, but not a structural difference in terms of the shape of the Beis HaMikdash. We, we were just forced to use inferior materials when we built it ourselves, but um, we would have liked to make it nicer. And what he did was just a beautification, but I don't think he changed like the shape at all. Here we're saying, like, oh, there should be a balcony when there's no balcony. That's, that's the fundamental. I, like the, the, I think you even mentioned, like, the, he, he, he elongated the, he enlarged the Harhabais itself. Is that, that's not considered a part of the... Um, well, that's definitely not the building of itself. I mean, there, I mean, I, I can't fully answer you other than saying I don't see why that's a major deal because that's just, you know, he added on part that's not holy to the Harabayas. Like, I don't know. Right, if, right, I, right, right. Yeah, I don't know if there's halachas of the outer wall of the Harabayas. I mean, the wall of the Kaisal, right, is a wall of Harabayas. It's not a wall of the base of Middash. Um, there are right. some who actually are concerned it might be, but it's not. It's not. It's very clear. It's not. It's an outer wall of the Harabayas. I don't know if there's halachas that apply to that. I mean, Later in history, it was added. That's why you see those, there's the big rocks on the bottom of the castle and the smaller rocks on top. So even just the heightening of it, because uh, you know, I find it, I still find it fascinating that the actual lowest layer of the castle is uh, you know 50, 60 feet underground. You could take those tunnel tours, you get to see the lowest layer. But uh, yeah, so it seems to me there's no major halachas about the Harabaya structure. Um, you know, Harabaya kind of is what it is, and if he chooses to add on, he chose to add on, but it doesn't have any condition to it. But, uh, you know, the structure itself, may, I'm assuming my answer to you is correct. I can't say I'm 100% confident, is that he didn't actually make any renovations in terms of the shape and in terms of what, what rooms existed. He just went ahead and made it nicer than it was uh-huh. before. Um, uh-huh. okay. okay, so meanwhile, we have, a, we have a hespid being described over here that's going to happen in La'asid Lavoy. And now they saw this Pasuk. Again, these are the people in the base of Migdash seeing the Pasuk and they say, one second. Third line down, first word. Kavachamer here. They're doing a hesped. It's a time the Yitzhahara is not ruling over us. And Amr Torah, Nashon Levav, and Nashon Levav, and the Torah still says the men and women have to stand separately. We, who in the base of Mitzvah are dealing with Simcha, people are a little more of a lightheaded mood. The Yitzhahara is Sholibam, and the Yitzhahara is. Uh, inside of them. All the more so we have to make sure that the men and women are going to be separate. Simple as that. The men of Kavachimer. If we need to separate men and women when they're in a somber mood and there's no Yitzhahara, certainly we need to separate men and women when they're in a festive mood and there is a Yitzhahara. And therefore, they made a Kavachimer that we have to do something. We have to do something in order to separate the men and women. It was a necessary Takana they made, but they didn't want to make a permanent Takana. And therefore, they added on what they did. Um... Right. I'm just thinking now, I said to you it wasn't permanent before. If it's not permanent, why do you need a Pasuk to be allowed to do it? It could be you need a Pasuk anyway, even for something temporary, unless it was permanent. But I, my understanding was that it wasn't permanent. Okay, says the Gemara the following. Ha hesped amaya vidite. What was this hesped? Once we brought up the Pasuk, what is this hesped we're talking about over here? So, pligi bar bidais of Rabban is machlokit bidais of Rabban. Chan amar amashiach ben Yosef shenerag. One of opinion says that this hesped was of the killing of Mishiach ben Yosef, Vichan Amr al Yitzhar Shinarag, another one says it's on the Yitzhar that's going to be killed. Bishlaman the Amr al Mashiach ben Yosef Shinarag. It makes sense according to the opinion that says that the Hespid was for the killing of Mashiach ben Yosef. Hainu de that's why the Pasuk says, um, also in Zechariah, this is two Pasukim earlier, the Bitu Eli Esasher Dakru Vesaftu Allah Kemisped al Yachid, that they, they, they lamented this death like the Hesped that's given on a yachid, on, on a great man. Well, that makes sense. Mashiach ben Yosef is a great man. 
But according to the opinion that says that it was a hesped for the Yitzhar that was killed, why are they giving any hespedim? They should be celebrating. Right? If it's a tzaddik that died, that makes sense. They gave it a massive uh, a veilus and a major hesped gathering that they did for it. But if it's, a, it's the Yitzhar, we should be jumping for joy. Why did they make a hesped at all? So my bachu, why did they cry? So answer the Gemara, It fits with the Gemara that says, that the Asa Lava Kodesh Baruch is going to bring the Yitzhahara. And he's going to shech the Yitzhahara in front of the Sadiqim. With Nehri Shaim, and he's going to shech them in front of the Rishayim as well. Sadiqim Nidlehem Kahar. The Sadiqim will see the Yitzhah, shech the Yitzhahara like a mountain. Gavoa, Rishayim, a tall mountain. Rishayim Nidlehem Kichut Asara, and the Rishayim are going to see the Yitzhahara like a small strand of hair. Halala Bochim, Halala Bochim. But both of them are going to cry, the Sadiqim and the Rishayim. Why? Sadiqim Baichim Arm, the Sadiqim will cry and say, how are we able to overcome and to conquest this great mountain? And will cry and say, How are we not able to triumph over this small thread of hair? So we see each one has their own reason why to cry. And we also we spoke about the idea last time how the Yitzhar in the end of the day is actually um, doing us a favor. You know, I gave them a terrible muscle, but it's somewhat accurate of a, of a good personal trainer. Is that at the end of the day, the more they beat you down, the stronger you're becoming. The Yitzhahara actually wants you to win, and Hashem gives the Yitzhahara a tremendous amount of strength to challenge you, but ultimately, the Yitzhahara was our friend and not our enemy. It's hard to believe that, but uh, that, that's actually true based on many sources. Um, okay, says the Yes. Can I be the Yitzhahara for a bit? Sure. Going back to what we just said about the man and the woman, how does the Gemara learn that mishpachot, mishpachot, which are families or families, means men and women? I mean, if they're at a Levian, each family is separate, so how do you learn out that men and women have to be separate? I mean, I don't know how they darshan that. That's that the might of Masor, that's the Pshat and the Pasuk. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure how to answer that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so says the Gemara, the following. Even Kodesh Baruch Hu is uh, bewildered, so to speak. Even Kodesh Baruch Hu, so to speak, is going to say, it's a pella to me, it's a wonder to me. The, the, the remainder of my country, in those days, in my own eyes, it's a pella. I'm going to see that, wow, the tzaddik were able to overcome the challenge, and unfortunately, the Rishayim, uh, they couldn't even overcome a small challenge. Again, I, I think it's a very powerful word. I quoted to you the last time, the altar in Navaradak, that says that why the Rishayim and tzaddikim see the Yitzhar differently. Why does one see it like a mountain, one see it like a hair? And we said that, really, every time the Yitzhar tries to get us to do something, he doesn't ask for us a lot, meaning... He'll never take someone who's a from a yid and in one day say, by the way, you know, go murder, go be Michal Shabbos, go have, you know, Gila Rias. It doesn't happen. It's our knows that our natures are strong enough not to go from the highest peaks to the deepest abyss. But what he does do is, is, you know, let's do, let's do a little bit of error. Let's, Let's go. Let's go a little bit. Let's miss one chakras. Let's let's eat this food that doesn't have a perfect hechsher. Let's go ahead and 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 talk to this woman, but not of yichud, God forbid. And then he gets us to, so to speak, let down our guard a little bit. Then one thing leads to the other, and eventually he totally strangles us, as the you know the pesukim say that uh, you know the Yitzhar tries to do anything he can to take us down. So over here as well is that the Roshayim say 
I thought it was only a hair. I thought he only wanted a little bit from me. I wish I would have known how much he really wanted from me. But Sadiqim cry and they see it like a mountain and they say, yeah, we knew the whole time it was a mountain. He wanted everything from us. But, uh, you know, in Baruch Hashem, that understanding is what enabled us to overcome the challenge of the Yitzhar. Okay, fine. So it says the Morbite, In the beginning, Yitzhar is like a small strand, I think, of silk. But eventually, he becomes so thick, it's like the ropes of a wagon. Which basically means exactly what I just said to you, is that at first it's one little thing he wants from you, but eventually there's just so many strands of Averas, it's impossible to break. As the Pasuk says, is a Pasuk in Yeshaya. The Pasuk in Yeshaya says, the, those who drag Averas, is referring to the Averas, as a chevel, as a rope, as a string, the ropes of, of emptiness. But then it goes on, all of a sudden it shifts, the sin is like the ropes of a wagon. So somehow in the Pasuk itself, when it talks about sin, it shifts from talking about a string to talking about thick ropes. So that's a proof that what happens with Yitzhar is he starts small, then eventually he gets harder and harder. Tanarabanim. Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben David, who's going to be revealed, Ask of me anything, I'll give it to you. Those are the key words. Ask of me anything, and I'll give it to you. The nations will be your, um, your, your portion. The Kavan Shiro Mashiach ben Yosef and so when the Mashiach ben David saw that the Mashiach ben Yosef was killed, Omer Lefanov, Mashiach ben David turns to Hashem and says, Ribanishalaylam, Eim Evakishim Elochayim, all I want from you is life. Omer Loi Chaim Ad Shaloi Amarta, Kvar Hisnavi Alacha David Avicha. Hashem says, Life, before you even made that request, Ad Shaloi Amarta, before you even said it, already the Navi had a nevuah about you. The Navi, sorry, he's Navi Allah David Avicha. Your father, your ancestor, David Amalek, already had a nevuah about you. Shanemar, Chaim Sha'al Mimcha, Nesat Aloy. The Pasuk says, Chaim Sha'al Mimcha, life was asked of you, but Nesat Aloy gave it to you. So again, um, I don't know if he wasted his wish, but the point being is that Mashiach ben Dabba was given one wish. He said, I'd like to have life, because I saw what happened to Mashiach ben Yosef, and Hashem informed him, by the way, your ancestor, David Amalek, already made that request, and there's already a Pasuk in Tehillim that says, that that wish is going to be granted. Chaim Shaol Mimcha Nesat Aloi. Chaim Shaol, for Jake, is the name of the Tshuva Sefer, the Chida. So you should know that. Trivia. Sephardi trivia. Um, okay. So says the Gemara Vaita. Darash Rav Avira, Vitem Rav Yeshua Ben Levi. Um, Rav Avira Darshans, and some say Rav Yeshua Ben Levi. Shiva Shemos Yeshlo Yitzhahara. Uh, this is fascinating Gemara. The Yitzhahara has seven names. And again, we explained last time, seven names means there's seven traits, so to speak, of the Yitzhahara that we have to be aware of. HaKadosh Baruch Hu So what are the seven names? Hashem called the Yitzhahara Ra. Evil. Shenemar ki Yitzhah leva adam ra minu'rav. The Yitzhah of man is ra, is bad, is evil from his youth. That is one. Number two. Moshe kara ara. Minu'rav is from what? From what? What's minu'rav? From his, from his youth, like a nar. From his youth. Moshe Karu Arel. Moshe called him a um, an Arel, an uncircumcised one. Shenemar umaltem is Arlos Levavchem. That when we talk about tshuva in the Torah, the tshuva process is is circumcising the orla of your heart. 
So clearly Orla is not just something on the man's aver, it's also something that, in general, the word Orla just means a, a, like a, a stopping up, a clogging, so to speak. So with the Orla on the man's flesh, which is taken off by the brismilas and Orla, but we also have an Orla on our heart that's caused by the Yitzhar. David Karotame, David called him impure. Shanamar Lev Tar Barli Elokim. And when he David Hashem, create for me a pure heart, Michlal Ikatame. That sounds like you make a diak that there is such a thing as a Tame heart, which is a reference to the Yitzhar. Shlomo Karasane, Shlomo called him the hated one. Shanamar Imrav Sanecha Hachilei Lechem. If your um, enemy is hungry, feed him bread. Vim Same, and if he's thirsty, Hashkeimaim, give him water to drink. Because it's coals that you're going to burn on his head. And Hashem will, be, will fulfill it for you. And the Gemara ends up with a drasha. Not that he'll, he'll complete it for you, but that he'll become, you know, with shalom to you. He'll stop attacking you if you feed it bread and water, which is a reference here to Tyra. But the point being, though, is that he called the Yitzhahara your enemy. If your enemy is hungry, feed him bread and, and drink, you give him water to drink. Okay, so, so far we got, uh, I think we're five in. Yeshaya Karud Michshal. Yeshaya called the Yitzhahara a stumbling block. Shanamar, Solu, Solu, Panu Darach. Harim Michshal, Miderach Ami. Right? Um, you know, pave, pave, clear away the road. Um, lift away all the stumbling blocks from my path. And then finally, Yechazka Karu Evan. Yechazka calls him a stone. Shanamar, Bahasirosis, Leva Evan Mibsarchem. Okay, so I'm only six and I thought I was up to seven already. Yechazah um, um, called him the stone, as the Pasuk says, remove the heart of stone that you have from your flesh, and I'll give you instead a soft flesh heart. And then Yol Kavot Safaini, Yol calls him the hidden one. I will distance from you the Tzafaini, the hidden one, and he lurks and he's hiding. Tanarabon, we're good so far? We got all seven? Yitzhahara is called by Hashem Ra. By Moshe, he's called Orla. And by, let's see what we got over here. Uh, yeah, Davina Melech, he's called Tame. And by Shlomo Melech, he's called Soine. And by Yeshaya, he's called Michshol. And by Yecheskel, he's called Evan. And by Yoel, he's called Safoini. Those are the seven names of the Yitzhahara, which obviously reference the fact that the Yitzhahara has different personalities, and all of them are true. There's not a machlekes. All these are true when they talk about what the Yitzhahara is. Tanarabanan. Got some time here? Yeah, plenty of time. Tanarabanan. The Tzvaini I will distance from you. Zet Yitzhahara. This is a reference to the Yitzhahara. That is hiding and standing in ambush, waiting in ambush in the heart of man. It's inside of us. We know that's true from the Chet of Adamarisha, and well-known Nefesh HaChayim, that the reason why when we want to do something good, we're sensing that it's an external force saying you should really do the right thing, but when we do want to do something bad, you're sensing that I want to do the wrong thing. Why do you feel that way? And the Nefesh HaChayim famously says that when Adamarisha ate from the Eitz Hadas, the Eitz Har went inside of him. And that's why when we talk about, you know, I like to have that not kosher food, I would like to do that Avera, we're sensing that it's we ourselves are talking, we're not realizing that it's actually inside of us, the Yitzhahara, as opposed to the Yitzhahara which unfortunately is at a disadvantage, is still outside of us. And therefore, you should daven chakras, and you should be a mansion, you should give tzedakah, are all forces outside of us. So again, this is what it's saying over here, that Safim v'aymibalibo shal adam, that it's waiting in ambush inside our hearts, v'idachti v'al eretziyah v'shamema, and we will be 
so to speak, casted off to a land that's you know, arid and, and desolate. To a land that people cannot dwell there. As Panav El Hayama Kadmoni, his face is towards the Yama Kadmoni, towards the western sea. I believe it's the way he has trans, translate Kadmoni. What he's saying is the Yitzhar had his eyes on the first base of Migdash. That's the Yama Kadmoni. When he destroyed it. And he killed that were in that generation. The the pasuk goes on to say, and the end it wants to get the yama acharein. What's that? He gave his eyes on the mikdashini. And he destroyed that one as well. And he killed the tamir chacham that were in it. For Allah ba'ashay v'tal tzachantoi in his his um, his odor um, and it's and 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 his and his um, and his decay. Um, all rose. Hashem leaves and abandons that which he causes damage to the nations of the world, and he starts to be Yisrael. Anytime you see in Shash in Shas, so shall Yisrael, the haters of Klai Yisrael, it's a euphemism for Klai Yisrael themselves. So the Gemara didn't want to write the words. Hashem turns his anger away from the nations and puts it on Klai Yisrael, and therefore euphemistically it says Hashem turned his anger away from the nations. And he turned it against the haters of Israel, but it's actually referencing Chal Yisrael themselves. Misgara, misgara is a hard word to translate in English. Uh, the, the Yiddish word for misgara is the chepper, which means to like uh, to instigate, to 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 afflict, to to challenge. And Hashem takes his focus away from the nations of the world, and he misgara b'sanishal Yisrael. He did something great. But again, we're seeing clearly here that the tzfoni is a reference to Yitzhahara. Amar Abaye. Um, it's worse what he did to the Tamil Chachamim. It's more than all the rest of them. Again, what he's saying here is that the Yitzhahara of Tamil Chachamim is stronger than even the rest of the people. That yes, the Yitzhahara waits and lurks and ambushes us. But you should know that what he does to Tamil Chachamim is worse than everybody else. Which we're going to see soon means that the Yitzhahara of a Tamil Chacham is stronger than the Yitzhahara than the masses. Kihada Baye. It's like the famous story, not famous, it's not just they say, but like that story of Abaye. He overheard a conversation of a man with a certain woman. And the man said to the woman, Let's go on a long walk on the road. And Abaye says, Oh, this is a, uh, unfortunately going to lead to something inappropriate. So Amar, so Abaye said to himself, I'm going to go and separate this man from doing an Avera, this man and woman from doing an Avera. So I don't know why he didn't just go over to him on, just straight up and say, hey, buddy, don't go on this walk. He decided to, um, to uh, spy on them, and he walked three parsa in a swamp, in swampy water, to follow them to see if anything bad was going to happen. I guess if nothing bad was going to happen, he didn't want to embarrass them, so he didn't bother saying anything. So he didn't say anything up front, so he just followed behind them, waiting for the moment to happen, that something bad was going to happen. Then he'd jump out of the bushes and say, ah, don't do it, I was watching you the whole time. So, but nothing happened. He's like, more goes on to say, when they started separating from each other, because the fork came in the road, and they weren't going the same direction, so they were parished from each other. He overheard the man say, the path is long, the word seves means companionship. Tzavsim besima, besima means sweet, like basim is, uh, you know, like besamim, it's sweet, it's pleasant. And it's great to have companionship. 
But nevertheless, Rashi says, we have to part ways. We're not going the same way. So the man even said to her, oh gosh, it would be so nice to be able to still walk with you, but we're not going the same way. Safsa Basima, but we're going to have to split up. It's a long road and we're going in different directions. So he didn't succumb to the Avera. This man did not do anything wrong. And Abaye felt bad about it because he said the following, Amar Abaye, Iman Sani Lei Hava Lo Hava Matzi Lukme Nafshe. He says... He says about himself, which is, um, yeah, he's talking about himself, exactly. He's talking again euphemistically about himself. If the one that hates me would not have been able to overcome this challenge, again, Iman Dasani Li, if the one that hated me, this happened to, which is referring to me, Lo havamatzi ukmarafshe would not have been able to stand to stand this nisayon. I wouldn't have passed this. Azal talanashi biburdadasha. This is a very interesting phrase that happens a lot of times in Shas that he went to go stand by the threshold of his house. I don't have any good explanation. Maybe someone has an article there can say that there's an explanation there of why that's a phrase that happens throughout Shas when people are upset. They stand in the threshold of the doorway. I just don't know what that means euphemistically or, or, or metaphorically. I mean, I'm not sure what that means. Umitstara and he was upset. You know, he said, Wow, like me, I, I think I'm the God of Lador, I think I'm a tzaddik, but this simple man was able to withstand this society when I know about myself that I would have done something wrong under those circumstances. Until the following happened. Asahu Saba, a certainly elderly man, man came, which again the assumption is Eliyahu Navi, Tanale, and he taught him the following lesson. Don't worry about it. It actually is a proof you're a greater person because the greater someone is, the stronger his Yitzhar is. The one who's greater than his friend, the more his Yitzhar tries to make him stumble and do the wrong thing. Um, Mr. Robinson? Yes, sir. I always, I always taught or always learned that that means that people have different Yitzharas. Uh, so Frankel Mark so I I don't know if if it's referring to specific things like that, like uh, you know, like Rebbe I, I don't think Rebbe Kaneski ever thought about cheeseburgers. Like I don't think he knows they exist, to be honest. Right. Um, so I, I I you know it's hard to explain exactly what this means per se, but it does mean that uh, the Yitzhara is trying. I mean, the greater the person is, the probably less, less of errors that he's done. The Yitzhar is trying anything he can to break him down. The, the Moshe I said to you last time is that I know for a fact that missionaries, um, th- when they're trying to do their efforts to, um, you know, make people convert to Christianity, God forbid, um, to get a simple person out there in the world is, is fine, and they're trying to do that. But to get a Jew is like hitting the jackpot. Like, you know, that, that's the real one. They want to, you know, go ahead and save their soul by getting them. And, uh, you know, it's a similar thing here. Like the Yitzhara says that, you know, I can get simple people, but, you know, to be able to, to, be able to get the God of to be able to get the great Tamachacham and Tzaddik, you know, that, that's much more of a bounty. And therefore he puts in more effort to try to get him to stumble. So it could be maybe the Yitzhara is bigger in terms of there's more times that he'll try to get him, it's more frequently, or he'll push harder to get him to do it. So I don't know exactly how to put it into words, but uh, okay. that's what we're referring to over here. Rabbi it's 8.01. I'm sorry for going over, but okay, uh, Yishkayach, and uh, hope you're enjoying Pelioids because I'm loving it. I think it's a Gishmaka safer. So, uh, looking yes. forward. Yeah, it's looking forward to get. Good. What? It's very good. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Very, very clear and very, very good. Okay, fine. Thank you.
material is very compact and very dense. Yeah. It's just soon as you try to understand one thing, it's already on to another opinion. Yep. And uh, looking forward to seeing everyone, uh, you know, with uh, haircuts and stuff, shaving. <laughs> Fine. Let's go. Have a good day. Bye.